Hello, back to the Empowerment Podcast with Alice Lilly. My name is Alice and this podcast is designed to help empower you to live your happiest, healthiest life. So welcome back to episode six now I think we're on. I feel like flying through the episodes each week um, and I'm getting so much more confident or shall I just say just relaxed really with the amount of mumble that I chat on the podcast but as I always say each week thanks guys so much for listening I really appreciate it and I love that the podcast is helping you all so on today's podcast we're going to be talking about eating out going out to dinner and things like that whilst on a diet or whilst trying to be you know calorie conscious because this is something that's coming up for a lot of clients right now, especially with things, you know, reopening, lockdown easing, lots more social occasions. And obviously, as I said about in last week's podcast, um, with like your goals and stuff, like it's totally fine. If right now, you know, with lockdown easing and you're having so much more plans and it coming up to summer, that if you want to just, you know, not make your health and fitness or weight loss as such, the biggest priority of yours that's okay. And sometimes you having a battle against yourself that you should be making it a priority when in actual fact you're not valuing that as a priority at the time is, is just better, you know, taking ownership of the fact that you don't want to make that priority right now. But anyway, that was last week's episode. If you hadn't listened, I would highly recommend to go and listen after you listen to this one, if you want. So questions, should you reduce your calories throughout the week when going when you know you're going to be going out for a meal at the weekend now as with kind of most questions I'm going to go through it depends it depends because if you are if your calories are you know not that high and you decreasing some of your calories each day would be you going hungry, it wouldn't be advisable, you know, but if you can allow to reduce your calorie intake somewhat, and it doesn't even have to be that um, if you were, you know, reducing your calorie intake, you know, it wouldn't have to be that you're taking away the calories to make up for what the exact calories would be for you to have the meal on the weekend. Do you see what I mean? So say, for example, you knew that you were going to be going out and having an 800 calorie meal, you wouldn't have to make sure that you save 800 calories throughout the week because something else to consider and remind yourself of that which I often have to remind my clients of that you know when you're in a calorie deficit it's not like one number so say for example you're eating 1700 calories again just a random number don't take anything and say as gospel or thinking that's what you need to eat or whatever everybody's so individual but say for example 1700 calories right and then you think that if you eat anything more than that, then you're not in a calorie deficit. When in actual fact, that's probably not the case. Well, it's definitely not the case. You know, your calorie deficit isn't 1700 calories a day and that's it. You know, it will be a target. It will be like a figure, you know, you would be in more of a deficit if you were eating the lesser end or you'd be in less of a deficit, but still in a slight deficit if you were eating, you know, more to like the higher end, if that makes sense. Um, So should you reduce your calories throughout the week? Again, it depends. If you can do that without you reducing, without you going hungry, I wouldn't, I would say then yeah, why not? You know, if you can still eat food 
um, you know, eat your food for the day, eat your meals for the day and not go hungry and not be going to bed with a rumbling stomach or not, you know, just not ignoring like proper bad hunger. You know, we don't want you to be starving yourself throughout the week to allow yourself for a meal at the weekend. Because when we do that, we often will end up just thinking, you know, you get to the weekend, you've been hungry all week long. You know, you want to just do whatever you want. You're like, oh, fuck it, I've been hungry all week long. I just want to feel full. And then that's where we're kind of, you know, falling into the overeat restrict cycle, you know? So we don't have to be overly restrictive. You can save some calories here and then. As I said, when I was saying about, you know, it doesn't have to be the exact same calories as what you were going to eat. So say, for example, you just saved a couple calories, a couple calories, <laughs> say like 100 calories one day, 50 calories another day, and you just saved some throughout the week. And that's great, you know, it's, it's better than nothing. But at the same time, you know, this is why, you know, it depends with these questions, because at the same time, that doesn't allow for spontaneity. Like if you're going to be like, someone says to you on a random Friday, like, oh, should we go out for dinner? And you're thinking, oh, well, I can't, or, or I haven't saved the calories throughout the week. And you don't want that to then throw you off. So that's not really allowing for you to be spontaneous, you know, and kind of the, the answer to all of these questions that I'm going to go through, you know, is about what you value most. What do you value most? Do you value more? Excuse me. Do you value more you being more exact, more, um, you know, specific with the amount of calories that you're having? Or do you value, you know, just being less stressed or worried about the numbers and more so just involved in the moment and enjoying yourself? And you're the person that needs to make that own decision yourself. You know, I'm not a, I'm not a coach who says to clients, you know, you have to do this, you have to do that. You know, it's so important that on your journey, you make your own decisions about what you want to do. So if clients says to me like, oh, I'm going out the weekend, like, what shall I do? give you some options you know of what you can do to help with being more um calorie conscious but also at the same time you know it's about whatever you value the most you know um, a client was saying to me the other day on her call about um so when she's going out for a meal at the weekend she's got a meal planned out and she was like um I'll make sure that I have the most nutritious thing on the menu and I was like whoa, whoa, whoa. you don't have to like just because you're going out for dinner it doesn't mean like, oh, you have to try and, you know, remain as on plan. You know, obviously I hate that saying, but, you know, this is the kind of thought process that people tend to have behind it, thinking that you need to try and pick the healthiest option or, you know, just eat them steak and veg or chicken and veg or have the salad or whatever. Like, do you really want that? Because if you want that, then that's fine. You know, that's what you want on the menu. But when you're going out for dinner, you know, you want to order something that you're never going to cook at home yourself or that's something that you would rarely cook at home yourself. Something that is going to be tasty, you know, something that you that you wouldn't normally eat. And if you're trying to be more conscious of your calorie intake, there are other things that you can do that don't involve you picking the healthiest thing on the menu you know I mean I'll be honest I love steak like steak would always be my go-to in a restaurant um but I would also get you know like the sides and everything like that with um I love steak 
we always have steak when we go out. There's so many nice steak restaurants out here. Anyway, enough about steak. Um, so say, for example, you want to go out to dinner and you're thinking about, you know, trying to pick a more calorie conscious choice. That's down to you if you want to do that, you know, have a look on the menu and try and think about being smart with your choice, like understanding that probably a large burger might be quite calorific. But I mean, I don't also I've heard in the news that there's going to be calories put on the menu of things. Um, or it's going to be like a like a law that calories have to be put on the menu uh, in restaurants. And I am not someone who agrees with that. Um, because what, what I was trying to get at, you know, with saying um, just there about, you know, trying to be more like trying to be wise and trying to be sensible with your choice. You know, you can understand what meals would be sort of less calorific in comparison to others, you know, Um and you're not going out to a restaurant and thinking like, oh, like I know that, do you know what I mean? You ha- it, it hasn't got to be the number one thing on your mind about how many calories is in the meal, you know? People go out to socialize, they'll go out to meals, go out to restaurants to socialize, to have fun, like to just enjoy themselves. It hasn't always got to be about being on a diet. Um, and I understand the government wanting to like do things to like tackle obesity, but like, Really, I don't think that that there is that end of the spectrum. There's also the other end of the spectrum where there are a lot of people who have eating disorders and disordered eating and who are, you know, quite obsessive around their food intake. And that would put them off of going out to eat or, you know, ordering certain things on the menu because then seeing how many calories is in in the meal, um, which is sad. And I know that for a lot of people with eating disorders, it's such a big deal or, you know, overcoming eating disorder, it's such a big deal to then be able to go out to dinner or to go out to eat because they're not in control of the food that they're eating. You know, they're not in control of the how it's cooked and things like that. So it's a, it's a big step for a lot of people. Um, so I don't really, I am not someone who agrees with that, you know, um, because there's you know there's the two ends of the spectrum I think I think there there could be maybe more done but anyway that's not kind of what we're talking about anyway we're talking about you know should you track your calories when you go out for the meal that's another question and another answer to that is or the same answer to that is it depends it depends what more of it depends on what you value do you value, again, you know, going back to do you value you being more um, strict? And, and that's not to say that you tracking your meal out is strict, but do you do you value being more exact and to the, to the calories? Or do you value just allowing yourself to have one meal more relaxed uh, and enjoy yourself? And understanding that one meal out untracked is not the end of the world and really is not going to ruin your progress what is going to ruin your progress is if you consistently overeat, you know, you having one meal out isn't going to do that. And for a lot of people, you know, having a day where you just enjoy a meal out and don't track your food in, if you are someone who calorie counts, it's quite, um, it's quite important. And it's good to have a bit of time like away from you using my fitness power. And it's also 
good to be able to test yourself about how you feel when you don't use my fitness pal because if you're someone who is um you know quite obsessive around it, it it's good to challenge yourself to have some time away from it because like this is why I guys I just hate you know if you've seen my Instagram where I talk about people saying about tracking calories and stuff like that saying it's like you have to do it like you don't you don't it might be a more um exact way of knowing the amount of calories you are eating but it's not for everyone and I'm really not a fan of people coaches pushing it on people and thinking that that's what you absolutely have to do like think about this like that imagine just not being given a choice and just saying that that's that's what you have to do you know I like when I start working with clients to give them a give them a choice and educate them about you know the different um, nutrition tracking methods that we could potentially go down together. And if that's something that you would like me to speak about on another podcast, then please do send me a DM on Instagram and let me know, and I can definitely do that. Um, but yeah, you know, yes, counting calories can be more exact, but for a lot of people it's not it's not good for them and it doesn't work for them and you don't absolutely have to do it you know so you don't absolutely have to track your meal when you go out but if you want to because you want to be more exacting and that's what you're valuing more then that's great and that's fine you know if that's what you want to do and often clients will ask me okay so how would I go about tracking a meal when I go out um, because I don't know how to how to track it or, or what it is and this can be another thing that can throw people off um, clients often say to me if they're tracking their calories and say oh I I couldn't figure out how to track it in so then I just gave up and it panicked me and then I got stressed out and that's what we don't want like you know we don't want you to feel like that from it if you're thinking oh like I'm trying to track it in but I can't I don't know how and that's really stressed me out and then I've thought oh fuck it I don't know what to do and then and then blah 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 you know what you would rather do in that respect is, well, one, be more educated about how you can track things in so you don't feel stressed out. And then two, also consider just allowing yourself to not track it in. You know, everything doesn't have to be 100% exact. And again, some people might disagree with me with that, but you know, you don't, you don't have to track in everything 100% accurately. And that's not to say, you know, I'm not saying if you're tracking calories you know slip in some calories here slip in some calories there and and kind of forget about them I'm not saying that but if you were still seeing progress and you were moving in the direction that you wanted to while still allowing yourself to be a little bit relaxed great you know but if you weren't then it might be more you know advisable to think okay where where are there possible calories that we're not actually accounting for and we're not really sure about you know you know how many calories exactly we are eating and if we might need to reduce things here or there or whatever you know that would be when it would be advisable to be more exact but I always say and advise if you can do the least possible and eat the most possible and see the results you want then you should want to do that you know and that's where a lot of people go wrong with getting started with things it's like Right, I'm eating 1,200 calories, 1,200 calories, yeah, 1,200 calories, um, and I'm doing exercise five to six days a week. Okay, well, how long are you going to be doing that for? Probably about four days, and then you'll be fucked. You know, so what you would be, what would be more advisable would be eating the top end of a deficit, ignoring what my fitness pal gives you. You know, if anyone has ever typed their information into my fitness pal and my fitness pal's giving you the calories, don't. Uh, I do have a calorie counter, a calorie 
what's the word, calorie calculator on my website, on my members area. If you want access to that, then you can sign up to that through my membership program, which is $12.99 a month. Um, if you want more information on that, I will leave it in the description. Um, but yeah. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> Went off on a tangent there. The you doing too much like that is just you're not gonna last with that. You'd much you'd be much better off starting out with two to three training sessions per week and eating the top end of a deficit. And then if you're seeing you're seeing results on that, great. You know, why would you want to eat less and then like you know, start out eating less? You know, you can always take away calories as you go and reduce your intake and increase your output, but always start on as little as possible and the most food as possible. So then it gives you leeway. And often clients will say to me, yeah, like I, I want to do 10,000 steps a day and this and that and that. And it's just like, you really don't need to be putting all your eggs in one basket straight away. Like with some clients, we won't have exact figures or things for a couple of weeks, you know, what you're better off with is actually just honing down on getting some healthier habits into your lifestyle, you know, like waking up at a time that allows you to have some time to yourself, getting a good evening routine going so that you're setting yourself up for a good night's sleep, just genuinely trying to do a bit more movement throughout the day and drinking more water and eating more fruit and veg. And that's quite a lot still anyway, for like say one week, you know, and that's where people go wrong with, you know, starting things way too much like doing too, trying to do too many things at once and then you've changed too much it feels unsustainable because you've gone so far away from what you're currently doing and then it's hard to keep up with anyway kind of went off on <laughs> went off on one little side story there about that um but going back to the original question which I can't remember what it was I think it was should I should you track the meal when you go out or do you need to be exact but yeah obviously it depends it depends um how you feel and how can you track a meal out when it's not something that might not be on the menu for example things like nando's um chain restaurants all usually have the calories on the menu they also have all of the uh, all of chain restaurant um menus with the calories on um on my membership area as well so another little plug there for you um but yeah, lots of chain restaurants will have that already like in MyFitnessPal, so like McDonald's and stuff like that, you'll be able to find it on MyFitnessPal. But say, for example, you go to like a gastro pub or you're going somewhere that isn't, then you can literally just search something very similar. And the calorie, in the, if the calories aren't exact, it doesn't even matter. You know, it honestly doesn't matter if you've just guessed. A guess is better than you getting stressed out and thinking, oh, okay, well, fuck this and revert into that all or nothing mindset of, well, I can't track it. So I'm just going to eat whatever I want. And then like, think about it in the morning or like, forget about it for today or just write today off or something like that. Like that would be an irresponsible choice. And that would be you, you know, just falling into that all or nothing mindset where it's just on or off, you know, all or nothing on plan, off plan. P.S. never say that. Um, but yeah, so say, for example, I have a webinar on this on my membership page. Guys, you should sign up to my membership page if you want a way of working with me. That is super cheap. Uh, $12.99 a month. Anyway, I'm going to stop talking about the membership page, but it is it is good. I have a webinar about um, how to track food when you go out to a restaurant if you don't know, you know what it is. 
And you can just type in guesses of all of what you're having. Say, for example, you went out for a burger and chips at a gastro pub. If you literally just typed in McDonald's double cheeseburger or, you know, Burger King double cheeseburger, the calories would be maybe somewhat similar or like a large fries or like whatever. And just guess. And if you don't know the grams or amounts, again, just look at your plate and try and guess. It really doesn't matter if it's not 100% accurate. Again, like you like overestimating or underestimating slightly in the grand scheme of things probably won't matter much at all. But if you're constantly doing that, like often, and then like overeating in that way, and you know, you're not seeing the progress that you want, then that would be, that would be then when to try and be more exact. But every once in a while, guys, it really isn't an issue. Um, so yeah, another thing I would recommend as well is if you are um, like guesstimating things to just track in like an extra um, bit of olive oil because often when you go out to eat, the food is cooked in a lot more oil than you would cook like at home, which is why like, say for example, when you go out for steak, like always tastes so nice. I remember when me and my boyfriend used to watch MasterChef quite a lot. And like, oh my God, it's literally swimming in butter. And that is why, that is why the food tastes so nice when you go out because they literally use like insane amounts of butter. But I mean, no fucks given when steak is just lovely. But yeah, so should you track the meal? Should you not? It depends. It depends more on what you value and it depends how you how you want to live, how you want to be at the weekend. And I have a couple of clients that I recommend and advise that they take a couple of days off of um, tracking their calories if they are people who are tracking calories because it helps them with feeling confident that they don't need to 100% always track calories. One client came to me before and she said like, I, I'm enjoying counting calories right now, but I'm really worried. Like, I don't want to do this forever. And I was like, whoa, like, who says this is forever? Like, it's totally not forever. And what I do with my coaching is help clients learn that this is a tool. Like, you counting calories is a tool to help you learn on, to become more educated around, like, what macronutrients are in food, portion sizes, and learn more about that. Because if you have no clue about that, then this is great to help you learn. On the flip side, you know, you can still learn about portion sizes without tracking calories, but it's a good way to educate you. And I always think going into tracking calories with the mindset and knowing that this is something that I'm temporarily doing as an educational tool to help me um, with my nutrition understanding, rather than this is my way of life now. And this is what I have to do. I have to weigh my food all the time. I have to put everything into an app every day because you totally don't, you know. Um, again, I can do another episode about tracking calories if you would like me to definitely send me a message on Instagram if you would like. So yeah, I think I'm going to wrap the podcast up there today, guys. I hope that you enjoyed this one and I hope that it helped with your kind of like thoughts about if you are going to be going out for a meal and just allowed you to make your own informed decision, you know, um, you don't have to be 100% exact. You don't have to put pressure on yourself and you want to allow yourself to live your life. But if you're trying to lose body fat and you're trying to be more calorie conscious, you know, just being aware. And another thing I was going to say as well, I shouldn't have wrapped the podcast up before I really finished speaking, should I? Another thing I was going to say was, so another client said to me about making choices when she goes out to eat and stuff like that. And I just literally said to her, eat whatever you want off the menu, but just practice mindful eating whilst you're eating it. Because chances are when you do that, you know, you go out to a restaurant and they're normally much bigger portions than what you might eat at home. If you practice mindfulness whilst eating, 
you're more likely to end up not eating all of it and then savoring calories on that way because you've listened to your fullness cues or being told, you know, listen to my body and, and I'm full now, you know, not thinking that you have to clear your plate and allowing yourself to, to leave food. You know, that is another way of saving calories, still being able to enjoy what you want, but not eating everything that's on your plate if you are full. But yeah, I hope you enjoyed this podcast today, guys. Let me know if you do want me to do those um, podcasts. Podcasts, not podcasts this podcast that I spoke about throughout this uh, and just to quickly let you know and remind you that I do have a couple of spaces for my one-to-one coaching available right now if you think that that is something that you would like to discuss and find out a little bit more about then send me a dm on instagram and that's something that we can chat about but yeah thank you so much for listening guys and I will speak to you all soon